Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Let's get to some news. And then we're going to go back to the ALCS with Evan Grant, who's a star covering the Texas Rangers uh, for the Dallas Morning News. So this is fresh from Jeff Passan. Longtime big league catcher Stephen Vogt is emerging as a serious candidate for the Cleveland Guardians managerial job. Vote. 38 years old, is a coach with Seattle and previously interviewed for San Francisco's job where Bob Melvin is the leading candidate. Vote retired, I believe, after the 2022 season. So who knows him best? Kratz? I texted him with him this morning. Okay. So what did he say? Did he get the job? He didn't say he got the job yet, but he's really excited. Okay. Really, so he's, really he's going to get the job. He's going to get he's, the job. I don't see why he doesn't. The only reason I would say he wouldn't have is because – they finally would hire Sandy. But I don't know at this point if Sandy wants to be – Sandy Alomar. Yes. Um, longtime first base coach with Cleveland. I don't know if – yeah, I don't know if he is in that running, but it sounds really, really good for old voter. I don't think Sandy wants it. No. That, that's – I've talked to Sandy about it before. Like, why are you not the man- – why are you not a manager? And he's kind of like, I like what I'm doing. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of pressure that goes into being a manager, a lot of stuff that <laughs> – you know, it, it, being the first base coach is kind of nice. You just stand over there and grab the guy's batting gloves, put them in your pocket, got a little stopwatch, got the little hard hat on, tell the guy, <laughs> you know, just one out. Don't talk to you the media eight times a day. Don't have to talk to the media. Who's, the, who's, who's the White Sox first base coach? Because this sounds exactly what, what the White Sox first base coach does. It was Daryl Boston. Was, was Boston, but he gone. Who yeah, knows who is now? He was holding those batting gloves because you need teams that lose have a bad first base coach. You need a you need a first base coach like Dave McKay, Rusty Koontz, Paco Figueroa. Let's see who else. Quentin Barry, like dudes that are they're in there like a pitching coach making a scouting report. They're in there getting all those tells. That's what you need. I mean, yeah. yeah. We had Tim Raines. He didn't do shit. He's a great dude. Loved him, but he didn't do nothing. Hey, true story. True story, voter, when we were playing together, you know, we talk about how, well, my career sucked. His career was awesome. But we were talking about it, like coaching and everything. And he goes, he goes, hey, he goes, if I'm ever a first base coach, come out to first base as a fan, come out of the stands and slap me in the face. He goes, I want to be a manager or a bench coach. And that is it. So this is his, but this is his role. But. Here's the real question. Is Eric Kratz going to be on his staff? No chance. Why not? Because I'll slap Eric Kratz if he's not a manager or a general <laughs> manager. Otherwise, it ain't worth it. Yeah, but sometimes you, you got to work your way up. It's not like you just no, you do have to work that. your way up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah oh, this what? A, a full year somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. For a voter or... Yeah, Some but he goes to Cleveland. He's his bench coach or there's, first base coach. There's dudes that job. were just media guys, right? Like... Did, Court Alex and, and Boone, did either of them do any coaching? No. Zero? So they just did ESPN? So you just – I mean, Kratz is talking real baseball every day. He's more qualified. 
Sorry no, about it. I mean, that's that's look like we're not millennials who are graduating from college and being like, I want a hundred fifty thousand dollar managerial job. Like, you got to work your way up. And I've talked to people about coaching in the big leagues, and it's a process. And voter, the process that he went through, this guy, this guy could have managed last year right out of the game, but he went to Seattle. He was close to home, and he was the he was the bullpen coach out there. Loved it. He got to see so many different sides of how things go, how things are talked about, how like who, what coaches make decisions. And now he gets to go to Cleveland. He might be in Cleveland for ever 20 years. Yeah, that's true. Hey, the front office people there have been there for a while now, and they turned down gigs left and right. Uh, Antonetti and Chernoff. They're always in the mix. I think teams have stopped calling them now because I think they enjoy who they're working with. They enjoy the pay. Probably get a lot for your money out there. The job security is great, right? You're not expected to be studs every year. Sometimes Cleveland will put like a little money into it, and sometimes they'll be like, man, we're going to have the lowest payroll in the bigs. Just Or sometimes in the middle, at the end of August, they're just going to pick up random guys to come in for no reason. <laughs> after selling, though, at the deadline, right. But after selling at the deadline. Yeah, you know, that's not that's number. not governance, governance by them. Those no. guys, that whole organization, that's what Voter and I talked about this morning, that whole organization – They'll hire people, Cleveland will hire people just because they're good people, just because they are like aware and like they they engage with the people that they're around. And voter sits, he sits right on top of that. He is I hope I hope he gets that job. That is he's a dude. All right, we'll see. Maybe uh by tomorrow we'll be congratulating him. He'll come on, right? When he gets oh. the gig, once it gets figured out. I told cool. him when, when he was doing the whole San Francisco thing, I was like, hey, you're doing all these interviews. I was like, come on, let's chat about it. He goes, okay, when all this settles down, we'll we'll chat. Yep, easy, done. That's usually how it works. You know, you're nervous. You want to just no doubt. get the gig. And then once you sign the contract, you're like, ha, ha, let's go. So, <laughs> we'll see. All right, let's do a little that's what he said action. We actually have sound from this? Oh, wow. Okay. Alex Rodriguez, your thoughts on if the Yankees should retire your number? Well, the Yankees have also done you dirty. They gave out 13 to Joey Gallo. Did that <laughs> piss you off, honestly? <laughs> it, didn't make me, it did not make me happy. <laughs> so I, I ask you, have you ever had a conversation with the Yankees about where and how they feel about you and how they would honor you down the road? Is that something you've ever discussed with them? No, I, I, and look, with my job on TV, and Tiki, you know this, yeah. I, I'm, I'm too critical to the Yankees, and that, that doesn't help my case. Mm. But, you know, I get paid to, to tell the truth, and if you guys ask me a question, I'm going to tell you exactly as I see it and not sugarcoat it because I want my number retired. If it's not retired, then so be it. So this is, does it bother you, though, that it's not retired? Yeah, of course it bothers me. <laughs> does that but, bother you more or the I, Hall of Fame bothers you? I, I, I would say this. It's, it's less about bother. But of course, it would be nice to be recognized in, you know, one of the coolest, you know, places to be in Yankee history. But, you know, that that's not my decision. Wow. First off, because we've had some fun back and forth with the radio station there in New York. That was actually great questioning. That was good back and forth to get him going on a topic where we're like, huh, Adam, why don't you start here? Do you think... Number one, that Alex Rodriguez should have his number retired with the Yanks after steroid suspensions and 
suing everyone. And number two, this actually was the more surprising part to me. I'm sorry, is he critical in like this, you know, uh, super, super opinionated TV dude that's rubbing people the wrong way left and right? Because I don't think he said anything hard ever <laughs> in the scripts that he reads. I mean, about the numbers, I mean, of course, numbers wise, he's one of the best players to ever do it. Um, but the other things that you said, the steroid suspension, uh, all the links to it, suing the league. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't think when it comes to business, they don't like that uh, at, the, at the the <laughs> at the top, top level. So I just think by those, that's the reason why. And, you know, unfortunately, um, it probably never happened. But we know how great he was. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, if you if you just give him 13 away, and I don't think they really, uh, I guess, respect respect him that much in that regards. Um, you know, some just depends. You know, number 10 ain't been given away in Baltimore. So, I, it, like, they show me a little bit a little bit of respect. Mm-hmm. So, not mm-hmm. yet. So, one day. Maybe one there day somebody will get it. But, Woo-hoo. you know. Wow. Dude, you deserve it. Reti- it's not, not retired, but it's, it hasn't been given away. So, somebody with some I big shoes Ozzie. to fill. Ozzy hasn't, 13 hasn't been given out in Chicago. Really? Yet. So, I 10's think, on ice in Baltimore. Yeah, I think, I think Gunnar Henderson, he wants to wear 10. He's two. Saying. He's going to make two. He's going to keep two for a long time. No, he want, he I, he was telling me the other day he wants 10. Will you, will you let him have it, Jonesy? Uh, if he buys me a new Raptor. Boy, you crazy. Hey, there you go. <laughs> a new Raptor. I don't care. Hey, you'll, get, hey, you'll get 10. Somebody can have it. You'll get ten. You'll get ten retired as long as you don't sue the team. I'll try not. To. <laughs> like A Rod sued the Yankees, and just like in that, and and I have to, I have a hard time with this because yes, there's whole the whole cheating thing. If you if you if you make mistakes like that, you have to ask for forgiveness. You have to ask for forgiveness from whoever is asking for it, and it may take more than one time. I don't hear it. And so I have a predetermined idea about this guy based on stories I've heard, but also based on like just hearing what he says. Like just when he was talking there, he's like, you know, does it bother you? <laughs> that laugh, like <laughs> it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't bother me, but yeah, I want it. I do want this. It doesn't, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's like, it's like something about just, it, it bugs me. But it also, like, I haven't seen, when this came out, I tried to look, I haven't seen or heard anything about him apologizing for how he conducted himself or, like, or, or what, what, you know, the decisions he made while he played. And to me, that kind of stuff would go a long way. It would go, it would go a long way for me. I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame, but the people that are – they need to see some kind of remorse and like, and being real. And I just don't, I don't see it. And so he fits on, he fits to just continue to read the scripts that he's put out there. And no, he has never been critical. If he's critical of the Yankees, man, I got no shot of ever doing anything with the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I honestly can't remember anything super controversial that he has said. And now oh. he's everywhere. He's on all kinds of shows and media. I don't think he and, said anything controversial from his scripts. And there's and there's this. Like, if he was critical of the Yankees and he had, like, a point, I know for a fact that the Yankees would reach out to him and say, hey, we refute this. And they would discuss it because it's happened. And I have gotten some blowback from different things. Not blowback, but just conversations. Like, he's not worth the time. He's not worth the time. And I don't know of every single person that's in, in Monument Park there, numbers retired. But I don't see the controversy behind him that I do be with him. Look, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson was talking too much smack about what the Yankees were doing. <laughs> He's now assistant advisor or whatever to the Astros. So he can go take all his Mr. October stories and tell the Astros about them. He has been. That's why there have been seven straight LCSs. And I think he's much more <laughs> he beloved, though, than A-Rod. By he's been there fans. for a few years. No comment. Teammate. That's my teammate. No comment. Cool. I'm just, I'll just say that, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I just What's ask you a question? It doesn't have to do with that. Yeah. So sure. uh, Maybe I'll answer. Maybe I won't. So you do, you, you do stuff and appearances at the White Sox, whatever. We talk mm-hmm. about them. Do you feel like, just in general with your role, like you're you're on here, you're on Fox, you're on all these spots, like do you feel like you're held back from things? No, they've how you speak. No, but the white like I'm obviously been pretty critical of the White Sox and some of the things they've done. Yeah, and that's your job. But they've also um, when there's a problem, I mean, they'll ask me about it and we'll have a conversation, like Kraut said. I mean, maybe that's why my number's not retired in Chicago because, you know, because they gave it away the spring training I left. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think, listen, critical, being critical of a, of a team or a organization that you work for or are been a part of, listen, you're in the media now. We're in the media now. Like, you have to say the truth of what you believe. And whether it's right or wrong – is your decision. But if there was a time when the White Sox came to me and said, Hey, we don't want you to say this. Then I would say, well, give me the reason why. And I'll, let me formulate a new opinion, but just to come to somebody and say, we don't want you to say that because you, well, that's kind of not fair. I'm not a team. I mean, I, I'm an ambassador for the team, which means I get paid to come to the stadium, shake hands with the fans, do interviews for the team, talk to the basically mostly talk to the fans. I have no involvement in the organization. I have no involvement with development. I have no involvement with the big league team other than going around saying hi to guys and somebody wants to have a conversation, we'll have a conversation. But it's not fair. It would be like basically like putting a gag order on you is not. Yeah. And that's the same thing when you played. We've talked about yeah. this part, part of why we do this show. If you're a current player, like you're allowed to speak your mind obviously they're going to be calculated to some extent depending on who the player is right they're not just going to destroy their whole but i'm also not going to i mean i'm going to i'm not going to get personal and bash dudes but if there's a problem you see like they weren't very good this year everyone knows that they they lost 100 games this year yeah and no and they were supposed to be good but no but i understand what you're saying but at the same time like i don't know it's it's a fine line you walk but 
But to say that this is why is an interesting way to say it, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's, an interesting, it's an interesting reasoning in, in people's heads of why this didn't happen. I didn't expect that as the reason. Can we go? Can we go back to like when you were in high school and in little league, or even when you were first drafted? They, you know, how many coaches say it's less about the name on the back and more about the name on the front? If they put a Rod into the Hall of Fame or the whatever it is, the the monument park, and retire his number, they're putting they're not just putting Alex Rodriguez in; they're putting the Yankees in with Alex Rodriguez and the Yankees are the like highest Q rated business in America besides like the president and Disney or something like that. The most advertised advertisable company in America right now. And you go and associate yourself with a guy that did incredible things, but as much as he did those awesome things, the things on the other side, they weigh out. And he's got to do more than just be like, hey, when am I getting my number retired? Whoa, Joey Gallo wore it. I heard guys when I was in the locker room talk about, is 13 13 going to be worn? And it wasn't worn until Joey Gallo, and that was after I left. Well, The Yankees answered it for him. Yeah, exactly. They sent the message. And that's not just like a, oh, whoops, we forgot. That's something that's really thought about. Mm -hmm. Like it's, he's, he's earned where he's at. He earned his numbers, but he's also earned not getting his number retired. Including a ton, a ton, a ton of dough from the Yanks. And some of which, like what, that last year, didn't they just pay him off to leave? Uh, well, he didn't Pretty get paid sure. the year he suspended. No, then, but yeah, after probably, all that, I think the last year, and I'm sure Derek I don't will remember help us out yeah. in the next minute, but pretty sure, sure at the end of the, the last year with the Yanks, I think they just like paid him 25 mil to go away or whatever it was. So, all right. On the topic of talking, what was it? Say it again. Checking. Um, on the topic of that, talking about your team, standing ovation time. <laughs> <laughs> but you can give them some love here. I mean, sure, they didn't go as far as people wanted them to go, but right. we haven't had Adam on since the Orioles were bounced by the Rangers, who could be in the World Series here coming up. Give me your like full scale thoughts on Baltimore. Like, did you expect this? Like, how cool was it to see the team put this all together? How much did the fan base change? And then how much at the finish line were they disappointed and hoping to see, you know, an even better ball club for next year? Well, first off, I can start at the end. Um, they weren't happy at the end, obviously. It left a sour taste in their mouth, but it left a hunger that is gonna lead into the offseason, I believe. Um, but I think every top, you know, opening day till the last day of the season, I think it was a fantastic season for the Orioles. Everything they did, they did it great. They played great defense. They pitched well. They hit well. They ran the bases well. They played great defense. They have three players in the finalists for uh, Gold Glove. I believe that Brandon Hyde is the manager of the year, and I believe that Michael Ives is the executive of the year this year uh, with the tremendous job they've done to just do this rebuild. And – you know, they might have to make some moves. They might have to spend some money, um, but their future is bright. And I think that the fan base, you know, while I was there, they understand that. They understand that they have a young team right now. And if, you know, if they made it further, it would be great. But I think the fan base understands that they're coming. They will be around for the next few years. And uh, hopefully they are able to get deeper into the playoffs next year and in the, in the, in the coming years. But uh, the Orioles will be, 
I believe, a formidable force in the East for the next couple of years. Some follow-ups. Oh, no, no, wait. Are they going to spend? I mean, that's it. Are they going to spend the money? That's the biggest thing. That's the, I mean, that's, are they going to – because they got the a chance, but will they spend the money they that need to? That was one to? of my follow-ups. Yeah. He's oh. still trying to get his number retired. True. Oh, if they save the money, then they can retire his number. Or not. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. They got to do something. I mean, they, they did well financially this year, obviously, clearly, right? Like, attendance was up big. They had a good year. I think fans are expecting them. Most likely to pick up a starting pitcher, I would think, is probably the biggest need for them. No? Their biggest thing is it, it's definitely starting pitcher, but, I mean, maybe another veteran to go along with their offense. Maybe um, another, uh, you know, another arm, you know, talking about because their closer's out all next year. Uh, there's a, there, there's a, few, a few holes that I think they have. They might do it internally as, they, as they've done a, a lot, but at the same time, I think that uh, – you know, they, they got some prospects to spend, and I don't think they necessarily have to spend uh, actual cash. They might have to earn, you know, add payroll because of, um, you know, of you know, arbitration and because of trades. But I, they, they're going to have to add some payroll, I believe. That's the, that's the consensus. But it's just where do they add the payroll? Who do they go get? Who can they lure to Baltimore? Um, I think now that a lot of people would want to come play behind this young, exciting team rather than previous years. They say, well, I'd rather go to other cities because, you know, it's a tough place to play. Sure. Yeah, but people said that about, like, the Rangers. And they went out and spent all the money to get Seager and Simeon. And... Yeah, and look where they are. Uh, well, they're not going to go to that extent. My idea has been, I've been on this, because I think there there will be one or two at least, like, high-end starting pitchers available for trade. Maybe Dylan Cease. I think almost definitely Corbin Burns. I think – the mm-hmm. Brewers are like that. They're going to churn out and make sure they get something back for a pitcher like that. Adam, to me, I think the Orioles should be throwing prospects Milwaukee's way. If they're not going to sign the $100-plus million starter, which there's not even that many anyway, they're not signing Yamamoto. They're probably not signing Nola or right. Jordan Montgomery, some of those guys. Corbin Burns might be better than all those dudes, and you can get him via trade with the billions of freaking uh, assets that they have in young players. I think with Burns, it it was it's you getting him for one more year. Um, that's that's the tricky part. You're going to give up a lot for one year. If you're going for it all next year, okay. Um, I, I think the name was the thrown around with Cease because you have a couple more years. Um, that that was what I would uh, you know if I was projecting and tried to do. But you you have to go get somebody that is in those in those regards. Um, Burns obviously is a great guy, especially disgruntled being there and. In uh, in Milwaukee, that was from the jump. So, I don't know. Elias has done a great job with with mixing and matching. Let's let's see who he can go get. I mean, again, if he was, I think, if an, another native native Valdi type pitcher was out there from the you know the fifteen to eighteen million dollar range, not breaking the bank at twenty five plus like Snell is going to command, you know, then he might be out. Then I think the Orioles might be inclined to go get somebody like that. Yeah, and there's dudes like that. There's like the veterans. I mean, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez might hit the market again. Kenta Maeda, Sonny Gray. I don't know what Stroman's doing if he's opting out, but yeah, and there, there's some names Paxton. But yeah, I want. The, I, I think they need an ace. I think they need a one. I mean, they have an ace. Bradish is pitching like an ace, but another guy to go with him. So we'll see. He's a, also Jackson. I love Holiday, that. I love that someone wrote Trevor Bauer and Julio Arias are free agents and might be cheap. I mean, <laughs> someone said that in what the chat? In our chat. Good luck I'm not going to name their. We need to sign their young guys, Jonesy. Tell them next yes. time you go in there. 
Adley, Donner, Young guys. Cedric. Who do you sign though? Who do you sign? How do you? That's like, they don't you have the Braves. They don't have the Braves money. You start with Rutschman. Okay. Rutschman is your posy. That's one. Two hundred ten million. Bradish. I mean, how many guys do you sign? That's, no, that's all the of question. them. Not all of them. I mean, that's <laughs> just, you sign the, the, the main ones. If, if they signed, I, I think if they signed one, the fan base would be pumped. Really, for most teams with a team like that, like you're looking at least two or three. Obviously, yeah. the Braves would lock up every freaking player that that is on that team. But I, I think one to Adley. three guys this offseason you extend. Yeah, Adley, but Adley's already expensive now. I mean, he's, he's at least 150. Okay. Gunner's expensive too. Um, yeah, but I think it. But, I, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, Gunner's a Southern boy. You throw, you know, 100, 100, 150 at him, I don't think money's the biggest thing. I think just being able to, you know, play and be secure. But he's also a Boris guy, so that threw that right yeah. out the window. I was going to say, 100, 150, <laughs> I think right now, based on his service time, he would do. I just don't know if they'll yeah. throw that at him based on, That's what I'm saying. on past right. precedent. So like a Corbin Carroll. They threw, they threw eight-year 100 at him last year. He said, all right, hey, I'm going to take it. Done. I think it was less than a hundo for Corbin Carroll. I think it was like 70. Uh, no. no, he got a hundred and something. Yeah, that he was like a hundred and two. Yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.